Hello everyone, welcome back to Plotlines, I'm your host Connor, and today I wanted to talk about uh, something that came up on Twitter a couple days ago. I tweeted out, if you don't follow me I'm going to give a brief description or brief, you know, storytelling of what what happened. I tweeted out um, a couple days ago a question, it was a poll on who was everyone's favorite fiction writer between C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien. And in this case, I think some people got a little uh, frustrated with me um, because I I left out a bunch of people because, you know, uh, there's infinite writers, pretty much. Not infinite, but sort of. Anyways, I was not trying to say that those two were the best writers or anything like that, or people couldn't have other favorite writers or whatever. I was just saying, out of these two people, who's your favorite? That's That was all I was asking. Anyway, so I uh, asked that question, and I got 478 votes, and the results of it was Tolkien won with 76%, and C.S. Lewis lost with 24%. And for a while, it was it was a bloodbath, and C.S. Lewis was really uh, getting his butt handed to him in the voting. Um, I think this partially was credited to me. I tagged um, the this uh, Twitter user named T with Tolkien. She's she has her own podcast. You should check it out if you haven't if you don't, if you haven't seen it or listened to it. I mean. And uh, she's great, and uh, and she rallied the her fan or her uh, followers. Her uh, basically most of those people, I I assume, were are Tolkien fans. But it's possible that they that they might prefer Lewis, but still follow you know her and be still interested in Lewis or in Tolkien. So that's not a surprise. But anyway, so she rallied her people, and they came to vote and. So that it seemed like that might have uh, made the voting that way. Um, I tried to get some people that um, were big were Lewis people or Lewis supporters uh, to do the same, but I just didn't. I wasn't able to get them really involved. So unfortunately, there might have been skewed. Anyways, but the question was also about fiction, and I it seemed to me that people enjoy. Lewis's fiction less than Tolkien's because Tolkien mostly did fiction and Lewis did a lot of Christian apologetics which people love as well. I have not I'm not too familiar with Lewis's apologetics. I know they're very popular, but I haven't gotten around to them and I'll probably be I'll probably do podcasts about about his apologetics as well once if I get if I once I you know, read them. Anyways, but I was only talking about fiction because that's my experience and that's uh, where I've been talking about as of late. And so I did that. And anyways, so so it seems like a consensus actually that people like Tolkien for his uh, fiction and Lewis for his apologetics for his nonfiction, which I think is very interesting just because they are very two of very popular fiction writers too. It's not like Lewis is, you know, 
that low on the totem pole. I mean, he has very top-selling books and stuff like that. Obviously, Tolkien has the most popular book on that section, but Lewis is still very popular. Um, And it's interesting, because I asked this question because I was interested on everyone else's opinion on who their favorite was, because for me, it's very difficult for me to figure out who my favorite is because I don't even I don't know if I can actually figure that out because my favorite fiction book right now is The Horse and His Boy. I haven't read it in a couple months and I'm more familiar with uh, Tolkien's right now because I've uh, recently read his stuff. Um, but The Horse and His Boy still remains as probably my favorite novel. Anyways, uh, I just really love the story arc of somebody who doesn't know um doesn't know their history and doesn't know where their life is going and then uh the idea that you know just uh you know in the book Aslan basically comes and just explains that this that his that the main character's life had a purpose and kind of that his purpose was already being fulfilled during his life, and it wasn't like he needed to look for it. It was there. He just wasn't seeing it. Anyways, I I just find that spectacular, and I feel like that's how a lot of people feel in their lives, that, you know, or in their life, um, that just people don't feel like their life is going anywhere, and it doesn't have a purpose necessarily. And I think there's uh, just a purpose for everyone, but I just don't think all of us see what that purpose is, and we're waiting to be told what that purpose is. And you know, I think that's I think that's important to note that uh, you know that it just really uh, gets me in the heart um, when I read it, and I really enjoyed it. And then I would say The Hobbit is actually my uh, second favorite, so it's uh, it's quite interesting. Um, Tolkien has. Um, probably more books to me right behind Lewis is Horse and His Boy. Like, I like The Horse and His Boy, you know, at the very top of my list, probably. I I haven't done any rankings. I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking about it right now. And, you know, I I haven't, like, done a full list. I would like to at some point, and I'll I'll probably post that on Twitter or something like that, or uh, I'll talk about it maybe when I get around to doing it. But um, The Hobbit, I thought was spectacular. I didn't, I think one of the things I love most about The Hobbit is that a lot of stuff happens and it's very quick. It just keeps happening. Things just keep happening and they're, and they're just very fun things that keep happening. While, uh, while I love Lord of the Rings, it's a lot slower and things aren't always, things don't just keep happening, but things are built up and I love that too. It's just not the same and, Maybe that's just me reading stuff for the fir- reading the stuff for the first time, and you know reacting to it. So I might have a completely different vi- view of this as I grow older, but this is my current opinion. And uh, again, I just maybe I need to reread the ho- or reread uh, the Horse's Boy and some of the Narnia books as well. So just to get them fresh in my head again. But anyways, that's. Uh, what I thought was very interesting about putting those two writers head to head is just because they they're not similar in their writing in a sense that I say, would say they have similar themes, 
and um, but not styles. They're very stylistically different, just um, in the manner of like imagination. You know, Lewis tends to allow you to um, create this world in your head while he while he tells you what you what he wants to tell you, and you can take that and make up stuff. You know, you can envision what he's talking about, even if he doesn't tell you everything. While Tolkien's really bringing you into a world that he is telling you what it's about and what it looks like and how how you should vision it, not not necessarily allowing your um, your uh, imagination to take that on, which I think is just different styles, and I I enjoy both, so it's it's very com- very hard for me to tell. And I just, I really love, I uh, recently read The Silmarillion, and I just really love the background, and, the, and I, I find the creation of the world much more interesting in, um, uh, in The Silmarillion, opposed to The Magician's Nephew. In The Magician's Nephew, it's very simplistic, which I like in the sense of that story, but I just think it's a lot more interesting in The Silmarillion, um, and... You know, having um, having just more in depthness to the world, with like kind of the angelic creatures in the Silmarillion. If you have not read the Silmarillion, you really should. It's it's spectacular. It gives you a whole different perspective on the Lord of the Rings. And I would say, you know, the first couple chapters, you know, are sort of difficult to get through just because um, they're ver- they're written very biblically I guess you could say very um there's not a lot of dialogue it's not it's more written like it's like half ha- like the Silmarillion I would like I say is like written like half a novel and half a history book so it's sprinkled in with history and sprinkled in like a dialogue and a novel like setting so which I would say it's sort of biblical. It's it's that's a biblical way of writing because, you know, it's uh, telling you more than you know you would figure out. It's telling you, not necessarily showing you, except for it's showing you certain spots, certain times. It's not like a full narrative in the sense of like uh, you know what everyone's thinking. It's more or you know you know what everyone's smelling. It's more about you know. This happened, that happened, okay, this is now happening. Which I think is hard to read sometimes, but once you get past the first couple chapters, it really becomes more of, more of a story, but it still has that elements in it, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. Also, it shows you how um, some people think um, the elves are like angels and like perfect, and they were actually extremely flawed and uh, just, like, just like men, uh, humans in... Uh, in Lord of the Rings, and I think that's really interesting. Anyway, so back to who's um, the who's the best fiction writer? That's it's just a question I, I I I'm having a hard time myself answering. Now the poll would say Tolkien. I think you c- can uh, you can put into the fact that um, there wasn't really any Lewis true big Lewis supporters that was were able to muster any support. So I think it's probably going to be, maybe, if I had to guess, maybe a 60-40, I would say, split with people. I think uh, I think more people would have come out for Lewis if they were, you know, uh, you know, if they knew about it. 
Also, I have a lot of Catholic followers on Twitter, and I just think that Catholic fo- Catholics have a bigger inclination to, um, or to Tolkien also has a lot of Catholic followers, and that's most of the people that probably voted. But anyway, so Catholics probably have a uh, closer connection to Tolkien because he was Catholic, because he's Catholic. Anyway, so I think that might have influenced the the poll as well. So, um, and uh, somebody brought up Chesterton. I am uh, I haven't read Chesterton yet. I almost read a book by him, but I just uh, didn't have time before I had to bring it back to the library, and then uh, I just went back to school. So it uh, I might I don't know if I'll be able to get to it. While I'm writing my book. Um, anyway, so uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter also to follow this, you know, to, to see what I'm doing all the time, you know, what I'm tweeting about, it, um, you can look up C.D. McHugh. Also, um, I believe uh, my Twitter handle is cmchugh3567. I hope I'm getting that right, but I will hopefully be in the, uh, in the description as well or... I think I put it in the description of an earlier podcast, so check that out if you can't, if you, if I gave you the wrong information, I apologize. Anyway, so, um, Lewis and Tolkien were very good friends, and that's, so it's kind of fun to put them head-to-head like that, and, uh, you know, so it's, it's sort of like, uh, Really good. It's like if you put your best friends together and made them compete for, you know, if they had something in common, if you put them to compete like that. Like if you had two friends that always played basketball and then you put them together and they had to battle it out who played, uh, you know, for a basketball game. Or if someone, or if it was like an all star game, you know, how they vote for all-star games, it's like if you put two players up for, it's basically a popularity contest, so it's not, it, it's hard to tell what, you know, because it's favorite. I didn't say who's the best fi- fiction writer, and I think that's also sometimes people what people got confused about, maybe, on the poll. It's favorite, not best. I don't, I don't think you can tell who's the best fiction writer, just because it's all about taste, and since these two people, these two writers were Oxford professors, I think that really affects, I think, or I think that says that they are fantastic writers and it doesn't necessarily mean anything with, uh, you know, how you can judge, um, who's better at what it's, it's just kind of difficult anyway. So I think that's, um, I think that's the problem people run into when doing that. And, uh, I'm, I'm excited, uh, uh, tweet at me to let me know your thoughts about uh, this little particular, and I will. Um, I'm really interested to hear what you guys think. Um, I'm trying to do uh, podcasts more often, and uh, hopefully once a day uh, this week. I don't know if I'm going to be able to carry this on, but we'll see how it goes. Anyways, um. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know, um, Tolkien and Lewis are some, are my favorite writers, so, and I don't really have 
too much experience with many different writers. I like a lot. I like uh, some of the Percy Jackson film or not films or books, and I think they're really interesting. They're not as in depth, and I don't I don't get as much out of them because I just think that these Oxford professors, when they were writing these books, really uh, put just put a lot into it. It's like uh, I think Tolkien once once talked about how. Um, the re- the way you know it's good literature is if it brings you back again and again. And I think that I think I'll be coming back to C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien's writings again and again because they put so much into it. And you know, Lewis, it's uh, you could argue that he didn't put a lot into it, but it's not actually about like the physical amount of words. It's about the philosophy. It's about it's about the meaning. It's about how how the world works and how much you can learn from even a children's story. And the interesting thing is when you come, when you, you're going to, people might say, oh, but the Chronicles of Narnia is just a children's story. And, you know, why should we care about why uh, it's a children's story? Well, back in the day, people didn't have the same um, view on children's stories and thinking that they were, you know, not as good or, or not not someplace you could learn something. You know, today it's more like, is just is that a good story? And, okay, is it going to get, you know, my kids to uh, just, you know, uh, be distracted for a while? And, you know, is it going to help them learn to read and learn to, um, you know, you know, calm them down and stuff like that before bed or whatever? Anyways, people did not believe that necessarily in the same way. Um back in the day, uh, they believed that children's stories could actually be used to explain things, to uh, tell people a story. I mean, C.S. Lewis uh, used the Chronicles of Narnia to teach people, uh, teach kids, basically another form of, uh, like, an alternate reality, like, based on the philosophy about, like, what if the, what if the, you know, the biblical stories happen sort of in a different world, and it, instead of a man, it was a, and it was a, it was a talking lion, because most of the people in this world were talking animals, so they would come down as one of them, so it just kind of works, and it's just very interesting, because they both use little people as well, like young people, or not little, well, Lewis uses young people, and Tolkien uses little people in the form of hobbits. And I think that's really interesting as well. So, um, you know, it's just, they, they are very, they have similarities, and they also have, a hu- have huge differences. And I think that's really interesting to know and interesting to l- learn about more. And, and I'm going to hopefully get into the, hopefully read some bi- biographies of these um of these authors and kind of and learn more about their personal life um, and their uh, and their you know triumphs and travails of their of their regular life uh, outside of their writings. Which the writing, the fiction, is what brings me to them. I because they're so interesting. Because their work is so interesting, it makes me want to come back you know, as in-depth as I possibly can, which is why I think um, people will be reading Lewis and Tolkien pretty much forever. 
um, until the world ends. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, Lord of the Rings is going to be, there's going to be a TV show on Amazon about it, and there's, or, you know, another, not about it, but like, you know, a Amazon TV series about Lord of the Rings, or from Middle-earth, and then there's going to be a Netflix, like, movies and TV shows uh, on, uh, for the Chronicles of Narnia, so these things aren't going away, they're, they're staying, they're staying at the forefront of culture, and I think it's because there's not much out there that resembles these things, it's, because, like, Game of Thrones is not an is not actually does not resemble either of these types of uh literature because they're just completely different and they're taken from completely different it's completely different perspectives on life and about how uh you know how about about fantasy about just the genre I mean uh George R. R. Martin is uh very um you know very about you know, so much realism, and I, I don't know if it's realism, there's debates over that, because, you know, how much evil that actually happens in Game of Thrones, how much of that is real, I don't know, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to tell, because, you know, it's almost like you just took all the worst things that happened in the Middle Ages, which, which went, pat which went by, like, you know, thousands of years, or, I think it was, like, a, yeah, a, a like a thousand four hundred years or whatever, or you know, a thousand years, something like that. Anyways, and then shoved it into, uh, I don't know, uh, a bunch of books in like one time, like uh, very close together. So it just seems extremely awful when you have something like that so close to each other. Anyways, uh, Lewis and Tolkien, I'm, I don't know if I'll be ever able to answer the question who is my favorite fiction writer um just because I don't know how to rank books in that sense because I obviously have The Horse and His Boy at number one and The Hobbit and probably Lord of the Rings after that and you know and then probably a few other Narnia books after that and stuff like that so I don't know how to quantify that especially because um you know, Lewis had more fiction books, but um, Tolkien had longer books, so it's an extremely hard thing to quantify, and I think I'll be thinking about that, you know, as long as I'm reading about reading them, so, and I will continue to let you know how that goes, so uh, let me know what you think on Twitter, or, um, you know, and follow me if you can, and um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, give me a review. Hopefully it's a five star. If, if not, you don't have to leave a review. Anyways, thank you guys for hanging out, and have a great day. Bye.